All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Black Diary Love Podcast. I'm your host, DeAntoine Smith. We are here with the loving Miss Bria. Miss Bria, let them know your name, your social, everything. Not your social key number, but you know, your social media, <laughs> where they can find you at and your hello, business. Hello, hello, everybody out there in podcast world. How you doing? How was your day? Did you eat something? My name is Bria Evans, and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BE Branded Media. And right now, I am living in the great city, the for- the city in the forest, Atlanta, Georgia, the peach state, my favorite food. I am 26, full-time mom, and full-time businesswoman, so thank you for having me. Oh, man, you're doing, you're doing the whole nine yards and everything. <laughs> you're doing the whole nine yards, man. You're doing the whole nine yards, but before we get started... I got to let the people know that we are available on Anchor. We're available on Google, Spotify, and Breaker. Once again, we're available on Anchor, Google, Spotify, and Breaker. And we're available on Apple Podcasts. So if y'all can, if y'all like this, go ahead and rate it. You know, we take all reviews, bad, criticism, bad, good, everything, you know. So let's get to it. We ain't going to waste no time. All right, so let's talk about your business. Let's talk about what you got going on at the moment. Okay, well, I'll start with um, the reason why I got started in this in this industry of digital marketing is because after having my son I needed to switch things up pretty quickly Mm -hmm. um I couldn't personal train full-time anymore things were just life was just different after having my son um having an emergency surgery really doesn't give you a lot of time to plan the healing process from a major surgery so it was very disheartening to not be able to fulfill my passion of being a fitness professional but i always had skills on the back burner in technology being a plus certified by CompTIA since 2009 mm-hmm. i've been working with technology since 2007 when i first did autocad mm-hmm. and i've had my hands on computers and technology pretty much growing up in the information age I've always been very familiar with code ever since MySpace and Black Planet and Bebo and Ooh, all of those. <laughs> we talked about Black, Black Planet, Planet oh, back, back in the back day before MySpace even came around. Black Planet boy, was popping. Well, I remember them days. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bring man. back some memories, don't it? Man, sure. They erased my account and everything. Tag and got too much another on. one. Nah, oh, that's what that stuff, man. I'm like, how about I'm twenty? I'm twenty-seven. I'll be twenty-eight next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I'm like, look, after this, after these social media sites mm-hmm. is over, I'm done with it. It's a headache and it's a pest. But you know, furthermore than that, you know, so explain to the people how important social media and business and all that stuff brings in with your brand and how it's important to us today in modern society. Since so much th- things are changing nowadays. Because now, you know, the times of the book era and stuff, we can see that's starting to get extinct now. Sad to say, but, you know, how does that, how does that make you, how does that make you feel, especially with what you got going on now? It makes me feel excited because mm-hmm. more people are realizing that computers and technology are an essential part of our lives now. Back then, it was like, oh, get off that computer, you know, you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Now, people are making fortunes off just the computer and it makes me feel excited because not only do i have opportunities to grow 
but I have an opportunity to help someone else evolve in their business model who hasn't taken on technology or digital yet. Now you're you're more popular or socially accepted if you have a nice aesthetic to your Instagram. Mm -hmm. You're taken more seriously when someone can see your digital business card being mm -hmm. your Facebook profile or your Instagram feed and see that you actually have content. People don't take you seriously as a blogger until they see a blog or a recent blog. And people more so the consumer want to see that you're where they are they don't want to have to come to you so now digital is giving you the convenience of not only shopping online but you can shop per your instagram your favorite instagram profile you can shop based upon your favorite singers yeah. looks so mm -hmm. the fashion industry is kind of leading in that sense to where now fashion and celebrity pop culture music have now combined to where we have fashion novas which is the fastest growing fashion brand in america mm -hmm. who take just these current celebrities like cardi b and give her her own line yeah. and not only do they put her in the advertisement on digital but they also have a little button you can click on That's an it. actual picture and you can shop per piece Mm -hmm. Per that photo that you just like, which is awesome, and that's and that's amazing. And you know, that's actually that's a that's funny you say that because I'm the type of person if I buy clothes, it has to be down to the T, the size, the width, the length, everything. Because I don't like shirt, I don't like shirts that's long that come all the way to my to my thighs like that. I don't like shirts like that. I don't like my pants to be too big. You know, I like everything to fit just just me. And it's hard to do that, you know, especially it used to be on online shopping. When I go to the stores, it used to be, you know, you could do like, I could go to the store and people be like, okay, why are you going to the store? We just go online. And I tell them because I can't sit up there and give the specific how I want my clothes done. I don't want my clothes too long. I don't want my shirts too long. I don't want my pants too big. I don't want my shoes to be, you know, this size. But, you know, shoes is different because your shoes are like how your clothes go. So with Fashion Nova... I think they're real good with that because I had a partner. He just ordered from over there, and he got like a little, like a little Somerset or whatever. I, they was doing a little thing at the time. Mm -hmm. you know? He got a little Somerset, and you know, I feel him just right and everything. And he's a bigger guy. He's more bigger than me. Okay. And you know, that's why I like fashion though, because they care to everybody that you need clothes like that. Because remember back in the day where people used to be like, "Oh, you gotta be skinny to be this and everything." Mm -hmm. Now, now the world is catering to us bigger people now and everything. But at the same time. They're catering to people that's taller too. So, mm -hmm. you know, I used to hate that because when I buy shirts, yeah, they'll be a uh, right size, but they'll be kind of long. But that's because it catered to the people that was more taller and everything. So, mm -hmm. with Fashion Nova, I think that's where they do a good job at. I really think that's where they do a good job at. But, you know, it's crazy you say that because. A lot of people do not know this information. People think social media nowadays is just easy where you just hop on and do what you want to do. To a certain point, I say, yeah, if you just want to BS and waste your time on that. But business-wise, no. You got to have a certain audience. You got to know what time to do it. You got to know what you're going to post up. You got to know who you're going to aim for and everything. You got to know what you're selling. You got to keep yourself irrelevant. You got to keep, you know, you got to keep letting the world know that you're here no matter what. But what you what you think about that? That's exactly the need that debranded media is feeling in, in across the industry of digital marketing. Because in marketing, you really have access to whatever market that you want to advertise with. 
but your solutions are what kind of niche you into which industries will benefit most from your services. In retail, it really is the biggest industry that benefits from the growth of social media because we're so visually stimulated and impulse buying is a real thing. So when a company or a business owner who has a product or a service, that's retail sales. If you're selling B to C, meaning business owner to consumer, you're retail. So retailers have the benefit of cutting costs of big box, big box stores. Yeah. No rent, no insurance, no lease agreements, no deposits down. You, your storefront can be your Instagram page. Your storefront can be your Facebook or business page. And my mm. skills and know-how have put Be Branded Media in a position to where I help those entrepreneurs or those salesmen, because everyone in business needs to be a salesman. Let's not forget, it's about sales. Uh-huh. It helps them. It helps them get to that close. It helps put that product in front of the ideal customer that it's actually for, instead of saying, "Hey," or the guy in the mall who everybody runs away from. Hey, try this. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I can I put my flat iron on your hair? <laughs> like, no, everybody doesn't want that. But because he doesn't have a way of targeting people in the mall, he has to ask everybody. But mm-hmm. on digital, you don't have to ask everybody based I on don't. somebody's behavior online. The algorithms or the artificial intelligence of the internet can actually take your behavior online or your metadata Mm -hmm. and put it into a system to where they know that you you like um, pug puppies (laughs) and Starbucks coffee. Yeah. And they will actually take pugs and Starbucks and feed them into your sponsored content. On purpose because that's your thing. Somebody in your same household could be getting different advertisements at the same time because their behavior is different. But what we do is take all that guessing, let me just throw this out there, let me put this sale out there and see who comes. No, nobody's going to come if they don't know about your sale. Your your bro who ordered from Fashion Nova, he bought because he knew there was a sale going on. Mm-hmm. And through digital, you can let everybody know who's yep. looking for that type of stuff that you got on sale, exactly when it's on sale, and you can keep bombarding them with it because mm-hmm. it takes about five times to see an advertisement to actually spend any money. Yeah, they do. They do. Oh man, they do it, dude. It's crazy you say that because when you come into business, you need a team like that. And when I started my business, I told people I need a I need a brand officer. I call that's what I call the work that you do, brand officer. Okay. I need a uh, photographer. Like that, <laughs> brand officer. Mm-hmm. I need a brand officer. So so these these the point things, and this is what I learned when I first started my business. You need you need just you need a, yourself brand officer, someone who can take a pictures. And what's the other guy? And the other guy that handles your finances, stableness, and you need a person, and you need a lawyer. You always need a lawyer when you mm. do a business. So in case if you ever get into a situation, because now you can sue people, or well, I ain't gonna say sue. That's such a harsh word. Let's say take them to court. You can take people to court over hashtags now. So you need, mm. you need, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can take people to court over hashtags. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this because we need to be talking about our brother Rollo, who got locked up 
over an alleged connection between an incident that happened in real life and a posting on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, so we need to talk about how social media should be used purposefully mm-hmm. and with an intent for a goal yeah. instead of just willy-nilly. We're putting any and everything out there. When it comes to individuals, we need content marketing or content control or what they say quality control on posts. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're upset with somebody around the corner and you allow yourself to not respond in person, but you're responding on social media, no. that's where someone like a brand officer or a best friend mm-hmm. or a wise person in your life needs to let you know that that behavior, if it's done over a course of time, it can get you into major trouble. You know, they got they got somebody like that. I forgot what they... They got somebody like that. I forgot what they call them. But I know what you're talking about. People who's monitoring everything you put up. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I have to watch what I put up sometimes. Mm-hmm. What are you guys saying? Yeah, go ahead. Introduce yourself. You know, you know, oh, she want to be part. That's what I do. That's what you do. You you marketing brands. Publicist. You're publicist. So you watch. So you watch everything people do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Explain to the people how important that is. This is Aria. This is Aria Walker. <laughs> Thank you. She is the founder of Timeless Branding Group, mm-hmm. a publicity firm located in Atlanta, Georgia. She is a Tuskegee alum, and she's been in publicity and marketing for about six, is it six years? Yeah, six years. Six years. Mm-hmm. So, so she knows what she's talking about, guys. Exactly. <laughs> tell, tell people how important that is because copyright and trademark, yes. getting in trouble for saying the wrong thing, yes. especially in a world where we so sensitive. Mm-hmm. I just got mm-hmm. out of a court case for just... I'm not going to even say what it is because we ain't, right. ain't going to do that. We but I, that. Ju- I just got out of a court case for telling a, a young child, hey, get yourself up. You a man. And he went to an LBGT community school. But I'm not going to tell you what school that is. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'll tell y'all when we get up, when we get done with that. Right. But we ain't going to put it down here. But I just got out of a court case with that. And you got to be careful what you say, how you say it, what you say, what you post stuff. You, you see Facebook nowadays. Facebook are targeting more black folks for speaking out now. Mm-hmm. You look up now, every black folks are getting banned from uh, Facebook. Black Connections, Brother Riz Islam, they cut Farrakhan out. They cut a lot of people out for speaking up and talk, you know, telling mm-hmm. the truth and talking about things nowadays. Mm-hmm. But, Ari, how important that is? That is super important. I work with clients all the time and... If I see something I do not like on your feed or it's too controversial or too sensitive and we not in the position, it doesn't look good for your brand, I'm making a phone call, hey, I'm pulling a plug on this post that you just made. Because, you know, most of my clients, they run their own page, but I have access to, yeah, the to everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So if I see something, people, it's all about perception. And mm-hmm. people can take it the wrong way. Boy. All the time, even if you don't mean it. That's yeah. like, I tell my clients all the time, it's not what you say, it's how you say yeah. it and how it's presented to the world. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't just say what you feel and mm-hmm. freedom of speech is so like cliche nowadays. It is, like, it's man. not a real thing anymore. Hey, man. Oh man. And as I've been studying and advertising, yes, I still keep my textbooks and I read avidly every day in textbooks because everything that is pertinent is in the details. And yeah, we have some very useful resources and other people's content on other platforms like YouTube, Mm -hmm. but to actually have a textbook where you can get the correct context of certain attributes or aspects of the communication process, you can figure out what part of the process that is and that's really 
audience targeting. Mm-hmm. If you're not targeting the appropriate audience, then what you say will be taken out of context mm-hmm. to the wrong audience. Oh, man. So when you can target an audience and really define who the person is that you're talking to, then what you say and what you can and how you communicate or how you say what you say will be understood. Just like I can say, you feel me? And you get it. You know <laughs> that I'm not saying, like, literally, exactly. you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, no. But somebody who's not in our culture, and I tell them, like, let's say I'm meeting someone from from Japan, and I'm having a business meeting with them. Mm-hmm. I can't just hand them a business card or shake their hand. No. That communication is going to be taken in the offense. Mm-hmm. But... If I bow to him and we sit down and we have our tea and we then open up and he's allowed to speak Mm -hmm. to me and then I am in response then, that is taken as a, okay, business etiquette for that culture and then I'm more susceptible to actually continuing to build that relationship rather than to offend someone in Mm -hmm. ignorance. It wasn't intentional to say you feel me. But I'm just used to talking to my audience. No, I have to tailor my message yep. to who I'm speaking to. And a lot of times, a lot of artists think that they're talking to their homeboy. Because mm. their homeboy follows them too. But they don't realize that the whole world... Facebook has 2.8 billion monthly users. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when you think about billion, like that's not just your high school. That's not just, no, that's just your church. Mm-hmm. We need to think about, we're talking to a global, mm-hmm. a, a pretty much a global meeting. We just have a, the feed from Japan just hasn't come to my timeline yeah. yet. Or the music from America just hasn't hit Japan yet. Mm-hmm. And it goes back and forth. But if we realize like, hey, like, all right. We're going to be talking to about a million people this year because our goal is to hit a million donations. And when you talk about goals like that and you've set goals, it's like, okay, what million people? Exactly. A million moms? Mm-hmm. Is, it a, is it a million janitors? Mm-hmm. Is it a million business owners? Because then that language is going to be different. That language is either going to turn the right people on and turn the wrong people off intentionally. Because Mm -hmm. you don't want people who is not for them anyway. Yeah. But the people that it's for need to know that it's for them. And I'm I'm glad you said that too. Because with my business, a couple of, uh, I want to say two or three months ago, I put out a statement. And I put out a statement and it was controversial. I told him straight up, I'm not doing business with no white people at all, with no white person. No white person. Now, to you, Ari, you'll probably look and be like, what is this all about? Mm-hmm. But to Bria, Bria will be like, okay, um, how do I advertise this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how am I going to advertise this? And, you know, it's plain and simple. I explained to everybody, we should, we should have a business where it's for us only. We got too many lawyers too many doctors, too many brand officers, mm-hmm. too many advertising marketing specialists, too many lawyers, too many too too many of our people doing these things where we don't have to okay, we need a white system to sponsor us or whatever like that. You got, you know, you got a lot of black business out there who do got white folks in the background sponsoring them. My thing is this. If you're going to be for them people, be for them people. Be for them people. Get the people you can. Get a publicist a chance. Get an office a chance. Get an advertising a chance. Get a brand office a chance. Get a uh, clothing brand a chance. That's where my website come in. I'm, uh, I don't know if she told you, Ari, but 
I'm making a website. It's going to be like uh, Black Amazon, where you could buy products on there from black folks from all over the world. Because we got a fan base out there in the United Kingdom, too. Uh, United Kingdom, too. So we're going to have everybody sign up and put their products on there for $9.99 a month. Everybody get to keep their commission for free. So if, so if somebody come on my website and be like, hey, I want to buy her soaps, or somebody want to use your business, and your business is like 50 to 70 something dollars, you keep that 100% of that. As long as you keep that uh, subscription going on for nine ninety nine. So it's similar to like Amazon Prime. So yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Amazon, but it's like Amazon Prime, but it's more you know it's for more for uh, black folks. Uh, with a lot of black products, nothing but black products, black soaps, black clothing design. Cause we got too many people out there who's doing these things, but we don't have to settle and go to you know Fashion Nova sometimes or. Ralph Lauren or, mm-hmm. you know, Gap and stuff. So I was out there at Primitive Mall and I met a brother. He do tailoring stuff for uh, people my size and bigger and stuff. He he does that and everything. All that money I spent on Ralph Lauren, I can go to him and be like, here, brother, here go $100. I need you to make these pants like this. He'll come by and do the measurements and everything for you. All right. Do you want the pants stretched? Because me personally, I like stretch pants. I like my pants to stretch. Yeah. I can make them stretch for you. Go ahead and do that. What you need, man? Give me a 40-32. Alright, 40-30. Alright, cool. Bet. Give me a week. Give me, give me what? A day or two? It'll be ready for you. Alright. It's worth the wait because he custom made it for me. It's for me personally. So we got too many brothers and sisters out here who could do all that stuff where so we don't have to worry about, you know, oh, let me go on this, go on this, you know, go on this website and everything. And we're not giving each other that chance to prove that. We just a lot of people is looking at the wrong fault. First thing you hear people say is, oh, well, that black-owned business, I went to. They messed up. I was just about to say, the thing with that is we don't trust each other when that, it comes to true. business. Because um, a lot of people, a lot of us, we have bad experiences with, mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. I was just talking mm-hmm. to her about a photographer that I, I was using or whatever, and everything was going well, but... I had to coach her through some things that I didn't like. Yeah. And the way she would have received it would determine whether or not I worked with her again or not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if she would have had an attitude, she would have been, you know, mm-hmm. closed off and everything. And then I would have been like, oh, okay. This is inspiring right here. <laughs> this, is a, this is a common thread. And in business, mm-hmm. um, all the listeners just need to know if you want to be successful in business, create solutions to problems so this is a this is a problem right here so i'm gonna let you guys in on my creative process this is what i do i listen to my audience and right now i am using this podcast not only as a sounding board and as a platform Mm -hmm. but also as an active listener too Mm -hmm. and so i see a solution to this problem is that we need as a as a collective of these you know these people since we are talking about the issue maybe it's on us to actually have a business branding workshop to where Mm -hmm. young aspiring black business owners minorities women children can come and learn the ethics and etiquette of business and you can start learning what your weaknesses are. Sis, I, I, can I just say this? Yes. Because forget inspiring. I'm in the music industry. <laughs> I deal with I deal with people who already own a business and don't have and business don't. etiquette. Okay. So it needs it really for real it needs to be for business owners. It, it needs to possible. be. It, I have a degree in business. I worked in corporate America. I now work for myself. 
So I understand the structure of business. One. I know that's right. I'll for that one. You know, I yes. understand the structure of a business, but you got to think about it. You got to think about some of some rappers or mm-hmm. even some of larger labels. They get people that they know that off the street, they homeboys, they came up with who don't. They're street smart. And some of them might be real smart, but they don't know business etiquette. So really, it ain't just, it's not just the inspiring business um, entrepreneurs. It is the people who aren't ones. Man, I, 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 used to, I used to produce a podcast and I would have to talk to people's managers and label reps and everything all the time. And you get on the phone with these people and they're like, hello, who did? And I could have been anyone apple i could have been jesus <laughs> i could have been barack obama oh, on the exactly. phone and you talking about hello who this nah shawty like oh no nah, yeah she, 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 she I, I could have been she someone saying hey I, I know that you manage artists right i love what she's doing i would love to put her on the rolling loud stage but because of how you answered the phone i would never call you back exactly because you were so unprofessional, mm-hmm. and that is um, that is that's what you call missed money or missed opportunity uh-huh. because you don't know what's on the other side mm-hmm. of what's going on right now. Like you can be talking to someone at the um, at, at Chipotle, and they could be ordering something that you order. You spark up a conversation. You say something nasty like, oh, I can't stand. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, what you think about such and such? He's on the radio right now. I can't stand it either. You didn't know that that was his, that was his manager. Exactly. You didn't know that the potential, you would have said, oh, yeah, you know, I'm digging. I'm like, I could really, man, exactly. you know what? I do I do advertising. And I would totally just like turn up his ads. And when they're like, oh, for real? You just mm-hmm. never know. And that's how you, you, you and I met. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You never know. You never every, know. Everywhere I go. I talk to the I talk I talk to the young I talk to younger people I talk to them about it I'm like man here go my car man if you looking for someone who does nothing but black business here you go man you never know who you talk to mm-hmm. and you know back to what you were saying yeah it's a lot of rappers out here you ain't, ain't now BET got a little show on um, YouTube that talks about that making mistakes mm-hmm. of what you do with the money rappers getting eighty thousand seventy five thousand dollars and they blowing it. Because they have, they don't have with Johnny, with Johnny Dang, mm-hmm. Johnny Dang. I'm gonna need a promo and I'm gonna need a sponsorship because you didn't took so much of the collateral and the capital from a lot of the artists. But now let me help you spend it in a way that will also support the future of that industry and of that art and of that culture too. Mm-hmm. Let me do a little plug because I like to plug in pub for somebody. There's this um, organization out here called the Atlanta Music Fund, mm-hmm. ran by Aunt Sue. Shout out to Aunt Sue. Mm-hmm. She is starting um, a ecosystem for the music industry okay. where rappers learn the business side mm-hmm. of how to do things, they how to set that. up a bank uh-huh. account, how to use your money, mm-hmm. different avenues, uh-huh. you know, financial wow. resources. So if you need someone to, you know, accountant um, or something. I'm gonna tell you a prime example of that. Blueface, mm-hmm. shout out Blueface. I like the guy. The guy, I like the guy. Yes, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a Blueface fan. Okay. I'm a Blueface fan. Okay. <laughs> I, I like because because me because me because me. 
Cause, cause me, cause me, reason why I like him because I, I like music like that. That's kind of effed up and corny and don't. Mm-hmm. I like messed up music. He's himself. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, and Blueface just purchased a house for a million dollars, and the house don't even look like nothing. Now, this is where you learn who your true friends are and who really about you. Why nobody didn't tell that boy about credit and real estate business? Why nobody didn't pull him to the side and say, "Dude, a million dollars? Do you know how much you can get? Because do, they, do you know you can do with busy, that million dollars?" Too busy talking about the fact that he's buying something for a million dollars. I feel like the conversation isn't on the right things. Right, and and just to piggyback off that, I've seen when he when he purchased that house, he has a whole wall. At like an LA wall, and his he got it painted with his face on it. All these people who helped him out, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like that with that a million, one million dollars, you could have bought five or six, or, five or, six. or you could invest it in multi-family unit, multi-family mm-hmm. unit, and you could have rented it out <laughs> or, to people who needed it. But they need uh, they need consultants like us, and there are exactly. not enough people who are of this no. generation that get those artists to talk to them with real talk. Mm-hmm. Because labels rape you. Oh my gosh! They do. Right? The only but, label that I don't see doing that is QC. That too, but let me tell. Let me tell. But listen, is QC on it too, or is QC no, 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 no? Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Though, I'm not, not, I'm not sticking up for labels and everything. But here's the thing that a lot of people need to know: you, nobody's not telling you not to read that contract. When that contract get in your face, I understand too much words. You better read every last word to word because here's the thing. Seventy-five thousand could go that quick. I done had seventy-five thousand, eighty thousand, ninety thousand. I done went through so much. It goes so quick. Let me tell you something. It goes quick. Right now, I'm in a label bidding war with one of my clients. We have a lot of different labels looking at mm-hmm. him, but when we have the lawyer read the contract, it's shit. Mm-hmm. It's shit, and you have to have a rep- somebody on your team representing you that yeah. will. Tell them like no. Yeah, this ain't the it. money is that's not sixty thousand, ninety thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars. People it's, run through that so quick, fast. Boy, do you know how much a car alone is gonna say? You get say he you get seventy five thousand. They don't know how to do it. They that's don't a, know how to register as a business. No, nah, they don't. They don't know how to incorporate or you know your right. entity, mm-hmm. and then you buy cars for the business. Through business lines of credit, yeah. and then you never you never spend your money. You're spending the business's money. That's all it is. And then you write it off as a business expense yeah. at the end of the people, year. There are a lot of people don't understand the difference between S corp, LLCs, mm-hmm. LPs, all that. So, do you think that it's because it's a black person with it's, money, it's, or is it because they have a black, or I mean, because they have a non-black leadership? I, honestly, honestly, here, honestly, here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of you, your own person. And here's the thing: when you the big, when you the big dog right now, ain't nobody trying to tell you right. Everybody just kissing your ass because they want that's in on it. Oh, ain't nobody telling me different. That's like me getting. That's like me all of a sudden making it big off this and everything. Who really gonna call me and say, "Damn, D'Antoine, are you using that money to do some investments?" Damn, D'Antoine, how you check your uh, TDA Ameritrade? Guess, who, guess who gonna call, call it that? The person who has the investments. So if nobody around you has no investments, exactly. then nobody around you gonna be talking. Or nobody exactly. or, or around you or on your team know about it. So like, 
I manage too. I'm a talent manager. So I'm not going to have my client blowing 60 grand on a car and, and, chain and, and a chain and all that. We're not doing that. Yeah, yeah we see, we, we, need man, we need managers to we, step up and say, Bro, you don't need that right now. If you do need that, bro, let's keep it within a two thousand dollar limit. Let's keep it within a five thousand dollar limit. Because you want no, that. No, let's do a partnership and get it for free. Exactly. I that know. Too. Like yeah, that's spending too. your own money, like mm-hmm. we we not a fan of. But see, me and my my business partner, we talk about this all the time. We we will never let you know a label or anybody come in and be. Uh, Trying to rape, trying to rape our, our, we, nah, it's just, but you don't have dumb, genuine people because she mm-hmm. was like, is it a black thing? And I said, no, it's a money thing. When it people see money, money, they don't they care. Go, exactly. It's they like their brain leave their uh-huh. head. But, you know, it's not our people's fault because in the school systems, the school system divides us so Let's good where we don't, the, yeah, the school systems divide us so Let's hard. And you know what's so crazy? I do a lot of Uber and Lyft and I pick people up from out there in Marietta, Kennesaw, mm-hmm. Deep Conyers. Mm-hmm. They talk about that stuff. Oh, my school system does accounting and, uh, and all and marketing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I talk to kids that I pick up from Camelton Road, Decatur, uh, uh, Hood Parts of County Road and everything. They, they schools don't teach that stuff. And I think that's kind of messed up, though. Mm-hmm. This is what I, I was listening that to. That leaves them behind. Mm-hmm. I was listening to. Who was I t- listening to? I think it was The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I think. It was The Breakfast Club. It was Irv Gotti and Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. And Irv Gotti was like, I can call six of my billionaire friends right now and ask them if you need a college degree to become a billionaire. And they all will say, hell mm-hmm. no. You do not need an education to become a billionaire. No, you don't. Because the way that they learn and the way that they're taught about money is totally different from how we're talking about money. We are like um, trial and error. They're like from 10 months old. You already got a line of credit. You got a credit card. We paying it off. It ain't nothing major. But you already got something established in your name. So that like credit is so... Yes, important. And I don't think people realize why why the other cultures have these things because essentially in America, our our um, our local governments, all these offices are businesses mm-hmm. that have been in business since they started. Mm-hmm. So these are like two hundred and three hundred year old businesses. So these these you know older generations who are were in power in the older generation now. They have all these things at their disposal. Mm-hmm. Now, with the newer, emerging millennial generation, it's for us to create these things. And how do you create these things? But actually going and fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. You don't just you keep listening to people talk about doing you it. Don't. And you oh don't keep God. saying, oh, yeah, you know, when I get my check on Friday, I'm going to do this. And then when your check hits on Thursday night, you're in the club. Exactly. See, oh, yes. That's another thing exactly. I heard. Um, it's a quote like... Uh, Rich people don't broke people spend their check before they get it. Mm-hmm. In your head, you already spending it because yep. before you even get that check, the first thing you get to work, man, what am I do with this money? I'm gonna go pay bills and all that stuff and everything. You already spend it before you have. We should it. be shaming the devil on this damn earning app. Uh, cash out yeah. hundred dollars from your paycheck. I don't no, no, mess no, no. with. I don't mess I'm with like, that. You're gonna get a cash advance you on your paycheck. Money. 
right. then yeah. you're going to be spending it back because you've linked your checking account to an application. And a lot of people don't know them. Earn the to take out interest, y'all. Come on. Uh-huh. Like, and people, people, people don't know this stuff. People don't. No. People, and people just look at it as, okay, it's easy money and everything. But, but you know what? I do, I, I do love about the millennial era, mm-hmm. our era, is that we're hip to it. A lot, yeah. a lot younger and, 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 than and, our and the knowledge mm-hmm. is out there. People, the knowledge is out there. People just still choosing to ignore it and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I got a lot of, I got a lot, I got some uh, guys, I got some brothers and sisters out there who are more talented than I am, and I tell them all the time, I'm like, you know, get out there and go do it. Go talk with some people. Let's go do this. Go do that. Man, look here, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. The more you keep saying you're going to do it, time is going by so mm-hmm. quick. That time is going by quick. Yeah. You know how I realized that? Because my pregnancy went by like that. Mm-hmm. And I love being pregnant so much that you know, I literally buddy? count the days. Like, I know how old my son is down to the day. Mm-hmm. So, today's Friday. He turned 11 months yesterday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, I literally appreciate my time so much. It has made me non-lazy. Because if I can in every moment be productive towards something, whether it's fixing that's, that's a bottle, preparing for the uh-huh. next for the next meal, that's or organizing a closet so that when he goes to sleep and I put him to bed, I'm not stepping over stuff, waking him up. Mm-hmm. Or if he sleep, oh, let me make this phone call to call back um, this lead I had. And what do I do in our in our time together? I'm talking to people and networking because everybody uh-huh. loves a baby. Not saying that I'm using my son <laughs> as an adver- a way of advertising, but essentially he is a way of advertising because it, it gets people to open he's an up icebreaker. to me. Yeah, yeah, he's a great icebreaker. He's a ladies' man. So I get to talk to people that normally wouldn't speak to me. And I would say a lot more of uh, white people open up and talk to me because they see how I take care of my son. They see that I, I talk to him very um, mm-hmm. mature. I don't baby mm-hmm. him in conversation. Uh-huh. And then when we're out and about, he's covered with a mosquito net. They're like, where'd you get this net from? And they, they want to ask me questions. So when someone starts asking me questions, I like to ask other people questions like, hey, what do you do? There you mm-hmm. go. Like, oh, I see your shirt. He had when I first met um DeAntoine, he had a shirt that said Black Authors Matter. And I said, Are you an author? <laughs> he was like, No, I promote for black authors. This is one of my clients. T shirts, you know, I do marketing. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm in marketing too. That's crazy. And then we were in the same apartment complex, which is even crazier. And then the girl the was <laughs> eavesdropping. <laughs> Shout out to Bree. She was eavesdropping. She was like, Oh, I'm a graphic designer. I just mm-hmm. got out of school. So I'm like, that's what's up. And that's how I actually found out about all of the services that you had going on because we exchanged Instagrams. And that's why it's so important to have digital marketing because your Instagram can be so on point that you don't even need to keep in contact via text message or phone or email. You can just... Like, like oh, yeah, social media, like, hey, I like your stuff. Like, yeah, That's keep it. going, bro. Like, in that engagement, that feedback mm-hmm. grows both of our both, both of our profiles. Yeah, and you you meet people that you probably would never speak to, yeah. never see before. And, mm-hmm. then, and then, like, how everything is nowadays, you could pay someone just to send out your ads and stuff. So what you want to sell and everything. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I need you to, uh, you know, inbox everybody like that. You know, people are paying people to do that now. Yeah. Especially the millionaires and stuff who got social media stuff, they paying people just to do that. Hey man, get on my social media, take pictures of me. Hey, get on the social media, uh, click on the link thing where you know you pay to advertise for a couple of months and all I that stuff. I just got an Indeed job notification. It says 
searching for, looking for a social media manager paying between $80,000 to $100,000 in salary. Mm-hmm. So it's it's real. You can really yeah. blow up off social media if you use it the right way. And I just mm-hmm. told her, I was like, I am so behind the scenes. I am working. My thought process is thinking for everybody else. That is my job. Mm-hmm. I think about everybody else. I do everything else. That I don't even pay attention to what yeah, my brain is doing because mm-hmm. I'm so busy paying attention and making sure that I'm on point for my client. Yeah. And the, I was like, I'm, I'm going to need to hire B brand immediately <laughs> to make sure I'm good. Because That's why she come in. So she come in. Man. I, I'm making sure everybody else is. And, and you know what's so crazy? Because it it be hard for me sometimes because I'm doing it all my... Well, as far as the main stuffs go, the talking to the people, make sure the money is good, mm-hmm. you know, all the big, all the main stuff, getting to trying to talk to people, see about endorsements and stuff and everything. I, I'm, I'm the one that's making sure all that's good, and that's where, you know, I'm getting to a point now where I'm like, okay, yeah, I can't do this by myself sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. It, t- it takes a team with stuff like that. Cause even with famous people, they got a team with that. You see Kevin Hart just bought all his team, all old school mm-hmm. and stuff and everything. Yeah, he's funny, but it takes a team to make sure he stays funny, make sure he gets what he get, so mm-hmm. his show could be different every time. And people don't know that these these people who are on this level, their publicity is not just what you see on the blogs. Mm-hmm. They have promotional products. Yeah. PSA. Publicity and brand management is a luxury. You have to have a budget to hire or contract an individual like myself or Bria. Mm-hmm. It is a luxury. If you do not have a budget to retain a service that we provide, don't come to us. Because it is a lot more work than, like she said, social media management. Yeah, it, it, it's, 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 People don't understand that. It is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I, um, I had went to a lawyer and she charged two thousand four hundred seventy nine dollars. But with that, mm-hmm. she takes care of all the big stuff. She represents your business. So if anybody want to steal or you know, so say like if I say like if I hire y'all two on there, and you have somebody that's harassing the business, or you find somebody that's stealing my uh, work and stuff, mm-hmm. the lawyer she represents all that. She sends the subpoena out. She like, she sends out the warnings. She takes care of the uh, EIN numbers, mm-hmm. all that stuff. A lot of people don't know the uh, EIN. People don't know how to get their resale license. Mm-hmm. People don't even know the Secretary of their states to do. She takes care mm-hmm. of all that stuff for two thousand four hundred something dollars. Mm-hmm. So like say yeah, so if I'm too busy, whatever touring or whatever, and y'all two handling doing what y'all doing. Mm-hmm. Y'all would literally y'all would send the information to us say, hey, uh, hey, you know, son such, mm-hmm. we found this and everything, and we want you to check it out, and she'll look into it for me. And okay, cool. I sent out the uh the cease and desist letters, mm-hmm. or I sent out the uh the subpoena. Look, or you know, if somebody's getting famous off my hashtags, she sent out the cease and desist on all that. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's you know, it when you do when you. It's a lot of money when you're going into your own business. Yes, and you got to have a team because mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, you got the dark web out there where people can hack your stuff and all that. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's so, it's so, exactly. It's so much going on. Let's talk about building teams. Can we just talk yeah, about yeah. that? Let's talk about building teams. It is not easy trying to build a team. Tell me about it. It is very difficult. Like, as an entrepreneur... <laughs> Your brand, your business is your child, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, it's your baby. You eat, breathe, sleep it. You think about it. You spend long nights, you know, up with it. 
you you don't get no sleep over it, just like a child, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got you got to man. when you are looking for someone to be bring on to your. It's like it's it's like interviewing a babysitter. Mm-hmm. How are you going to be with my child? Mm-hmm. Do you have the qualifications to be with my child? Or like you know, like it's a real thing, and people are really like responsible they are really like i, I wouldn't say that people don't take it serious no. as you do yeah they don't you have and to i have had so many people like that people do not take it serious because i had people who treat my business where mm-hmm. they'll put their job first over my business and everything and it's time so i told people well, you know what if you feel that way go work for that person because obviously i understand you know it ain't it ain't a bad thing honestly you got bills and stuff people will put their job before themselves mm-hmm. that's why i can't take people serious if they don't take themselves serious it's like I've literally looked in the face of an individual who cared more about a job than their own sanity. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous because it's like, wow, you don't even care about yourself that much. So I know people, you people, can't care. People better about wake up, boy. He, different boy people say. better mm-hmm. wake up, boy, because these jobs, while you sitting up there making sure, mm-hmm. you know, you that person for the job and everything, mm-hmm. once, he, once that manager get that text saying, hey, man, you got to lay him off. Hey, come here. Let me yeah. talk to you for a minute. Or let's say you die. Let's say you die. Boy. And you get insurance to your job, and everybody wants these government jobs where I'm from. I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the DMV. So everybody wants their government job. Mm-hmm. So government job gives you a salary, and it gives you benefits. DC insurance benefits are, quote, unquote, the best. However, when you die and your job provides insurance, guess what? They get a million dollars. Yeah, see, people don't know that. And you don't, your family doesn't get any of that, but because your job provided you insurance mm-hmm. and you die, they get a payout on that mm-hmm. insurance plan of a million dollars. That's why they, that's why they be so quick to rush you. Hey, you want to get our insurance? Uh huh. No, I'm good. I got my own insurance. Yeah. I got that's, my own life that's insurance. Why they, that's why they. That's why they do that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so crazy to see someone who's suffering because of their job or suffering because of the vibes of their oh, job. Uh, and they just won't give it up. Can I say this? Before I became a full-time entrepreneur, I was like a serial corporate <laughs> Because I'm that person that I I have to be sane. Yeah. I'm not going to be... I am... You have to be on a different type of spiritual level to understand, like, you will be okay. Mm-hmm. Everything will be okay. Yeah. I, I am engaged, so my fiancé hates that I think that way. Like, you just... Go with the flow. And it's not that I go with the the flow, flow. but I am not going to be stuck in a system where uh, I have to go to work and be miserable just to make some money to pay a bill. Like, that is not my goal. I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't care how much the job paying for. I'm not working for nobody younger than me. I'm not working for no 18-year-old. If, I, if I'm working at a job, here, here's what I learned, and this is a book that I read. If you've been working for a job for more than two years or a year, and you're still in the same position you are, that's your fault. That's not the company's fault. That's your fault. Because every interview that you have, that manager know exactly what pecking order you're going to take place at. Every manager know where you're going to place at. The manager already sees where you're going to be at. Mm-hmm. And I used to I used to be one of the people I used to be at them jobs working hard. I used to be there every day, every night, working hard, working hard. You know, everybody used to call me when they need me to come in and everything. And from that, it, it, all, it, it gave me a little injury, messed up my leg a little bit and everything. Thank God I'm better now, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't do that type of work no more. But people that work hard like that, they don't get the opportunity. And you want to know why? Because, number one, 
they don't want the manager don't want to lose his position. And number two, you're so damn good that we ain't gonna find nobody else that's gonna work that uh same field that you do. We can find somebody that don't that could that know how to do it, but nobody ain't gonna work that field that you do. And when corporate comes down to see that you doing that stuff and making them look good, they're not about to mess that up. Hell no. Nah. I like where you're working at. So if you're working at McDonald's and you're the best uh customer service person, but you wanna you want to be a manager. Nah, I'm going to tell you a customer service. Because you, cause by, by you being the best customer service person, you're making me look good. And when people compliment the job, it gets back to corporate. You're not going to get thank you for it. Yeah, I can come to you and say good job, but at the end of the day, who's getting the bonus of that? Right. Who's getting the uh, recognition for all that? Right. Mm-hmm. The manager is. And looking forward into the future, looking forward into the future with the government... Um, that everyone is not acquainted with but familiar with the government is run by black employees Mm -hmm. minority employees when you actually go to washington dc virginia maryland everybody who works for the government the regular degular the most the the most or the many just civilian jobs that are low level are mostly african-american women Mm -hmm. and they're older and they've been there for 15 35 Mm -hmm. years and they're still in the cafeteria they're still doing um the maid service Mm -hmm. they're still doing these jobs but their jobs are now being replaced by um not people not people who are illegal immigrants but people who will actually do the same job for lesser or they're actually contracting out the jobs and eventually all of the lower all of the lower paid jobs are going to be eliminated over the next few years and it's like okay what do those what did those people do was anybody knowledgeable about the government shutdown before it happened were any of those employees ready to go three months without earning a paycheck and then you didn't get back pay and then for someone to be working for the government the government has freezes yeah so the government essentially is still making the minimum wage from 2009 so we're 10 years and 10 years in inflation on that Mm -hmm. so it's like these people who think that because they have a job with a salary or because they have a job with benefits that they're secure, you're not secure when time when time becomes a variable. Yeah. That's why we need to go digital. That's why you need to start a, a digital-based business that is either product-based or service-based. Yeah. It's easier to do service-based if you're working with a, you know minimum startup money. So if you do a service-based business, then you could essentially replace a income. Now, I'm not saying that you can replace your entire income, but you can replace an income. So let's say one person, one adult in the household hasn't been working since, um, let's say, a government shutdown. Yeah. They can still work that digital business no matter what, Mm -hmm. no matter where they are, and that other person can still go to work. Or that other person can still go to work while having a side hustle and that other person mm-hmm. won't have to just start from scratch working in a job they can get reacclimated, have some time, have some cushion. But either way, your digital side hustle or your digital business cannot be replaced by anyone. Uh, it, you right. either work it or you're not working it. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Boy, pretty much. It's all on you now. Mm-hmm. And you know nowadays, you know you can't make this excuse no more. Oh, it's uh, such a damn thing. It's on you now. You supposed mm-hmm. to got up. You supposed to do that. You supposed to get this going and everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, 
it's crazy because the work is out there. Mm-hmm. The money is out there. People don't want to do it. I tell people and the, all the time. And the services are out there. Even if you don't want to do it, start the business mm-hmm. and then and then give the work out to someone else. Exactly. Start the business and you don't even have to talk to people on network. Hire an advertiser. That's hire it. a digital marketer. Mm-hmm. Hire a publicist. Hire a PR. And then you actually outsource all the work. Exactly. Exactly. A founder of a company is People the best position to be in. You don't want to be a CEO of your company. You don't want to be the president of your company. Work. You don't want to be the vice president, secretary, treasurer. No, you want to be the founder because uh-huh. everyone who gets paid from that business and these positions have to pay taxes. Yep. A founder, all right, after everything's paid, half of what's left, the founder gets and the other half goes back to the business. Mm-hmm. Tax-free. You want to be a founder, so a, you want to hire people. You want to create exactly. jobs. The more jobs that you create with your business, the more grants, the more actual support you'll get from your local government, and the government doesn't have to be an oh. enemy in your in your perspective mm-hmm. anymore. The government can actually be a partner to you yep. if you were to go into business and actually get some business about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I find the more business I have about myself, the mm-hmm. less I talk about other people's business mm-hmm. because I'm so worried about my business exactly. that it gives me something to talk about. It gives me an icebreaker. It gives me something to focus on other than just being a mom. Yep. It gives me a sense of self that is totally independent of anybody else. Because what you create, what your brand is, you are your own brand. It's like nobody smacks gum the way you smack gum. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, and you know, and people don't understand stuff like that because Harley Davidson and Mustang, they have trademarks on their sounds. Mm. Uh huh. A lot of people don't know that. Harley Davidson, boy, if you find a little Mustang that make that same sound that a Harley Davidson make, you get sued right there. Wow. People don't understand, and that's but that's their business, mm. and that's how people got treated. Social media is. With the hashtag, like if someone came up off my hashtag right now, I could literally sue them right now for that. I can like, sue, sue everybody coming up off my hashtag. Uh-huh. Everybody uses lit. Mm-hmm. Remember? <laughs> like Ari was there. We've been friends long enough to mm-hmm. where she can vouch and, and say that That's I bought that. that to pop culture. And like I can. Yeah, say, but, you, but, did you, but did you get it uh, trademarked and uh, copyrighted? By that time, somebody in DC was already doing it, and I had a verbal, I had a verbal, still, it don't matter. You can still, verbal situation with him, either. and it just, it was just so much of a, it was just so much of a headache because it was like it then it went everywhere. It's like how do you, how do so, you do that if something goes worldwide? So let's 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 use this as an example. I uh, this is this is something I did so petty once. I did this so petty. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a petty story. I was on Twitter, right? I don't I don't be on Twitter. But I start. I'm I'm starting to use it now and everything. It was a little porn ad. They said, "Okay, Black History Month coming up. I want to use. I want to call myself Malcolm Sex." So my petty ass went and trademarked Malcolm Sex, and I wrote them and said, "Hey, if y'all gotta use that, y'all gonna have to pay me for that." Mm-hmm. That company sent. That company sent me three thousand dollars for that. I'm not gonna tell you the porn company. I'm not gonna tell you the name. Mm-hmm. But when that term Malcolm Sex comes out. Uh, now, now people know. Wow. Yes, I, I trade. I, I have the trademark to Malcolm Sex, and I, and that was just me being petty one day. I just mm. said, and two, I didn't want you to ruin Malcolm X's name like that. Right. But mm-hmm. that company paid me to use that name because when I sent them that uh that thing, said, yeah, he can use it, but he got wow. to talk to me about it. They asked me. They said, what that you got to do? Be with a it? whole podcast right there uh-huh. because the way pop culture uses our black figures you and could, none of the family get any of the uh-huh. any of the proceeds from any t-shirts you know, any you know what else 
What? My brother is a genius. So he goes on GoDaddy, and if he finds like, uh, if he feels like there's a domain name that will be popular, mm -hmm. he buys a domain name for like one ninety nine. So when if somebody wants to use it, if somebody wants to use that domain name, mm -hmm. he. He, he had, you know, they have to email him. Right. Uh -huh. Say how much. With uh -huh. like, that's called, that's, you called digital, that's called digital real estate. Mm -hmm. And digital real estate is um, so valuable after it's already, after it's already been thought of. So let's say you had, you had Malcolm, you had Malcolm Sex. As a <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, but I was, I was just being petty. No, let's just say he had They would have had to pay you um, whatever number you said to actually release oh, yeah. that domain name. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. do you know people do that with Instagram pages? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People have actually grown a theme page. Let's say they put all of the hotties on there as like. You know how those pages be going with the um, Afro fitness. Yeah. Um, those pages be getting a whole bunch of followers just because of what it's posting. Mm -hmm. Then they're selling these pages a few thousand bucks. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's what my uh, artist does. That's what my artist does, man. Shout out Shaquille, man. That's what my artist does. He uh he so he's good with Instagram where he knows how to get followers and all that stuff. So he sells the pages and everything. He... What like thirteen k followers and everything, and then you know thirteen k followers mm -hmm. with zero uh, following and all that yeah. stuff and everything. He sells it to other yeah. people. He and do people it. do people know that depending on the amount of followers your Instagram page has or your Facebook page has, you have certain um, features mm -hmm. that no one else has on their page mm -hmm. without that type of following. No. So mm -hmm. you can't get a handle on your Facebook business profile until you have 500 likes on that page. Yeah. You can't get a swipe up on Instagram until you have 10,000 right. followers. So it is beneficial to either know someone who can grow a page to where you can get all the features mm -hmm. or buy a page that has these features yeah, already. Yeah. But when you buy a page, here's the pros and cons to that, and I learned that. Say if you're a person who just want to target a black audience, and you buy a page, it's nothing but different culture type of audience and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You got to be careful of that, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you got, you got, you know, you, you gambling with it. Yeah, but if you Facebook just... and Instagram know that, know mm -hmm. that now. So now how they put stuff on the Explore page or deem something that's popular to put on the Explore page, it has to have comments. Yeah. So this is free game, guys. This is free game. So the first hour that your post goes live is the most vital time. So within the first hour, you want to garner as much engagement on, the, on that post as possible. So if you have an engagement group that you're a part of, an engagement group is a group that you guys all know that you're going to like each other's stuff and comment back on each other's stuff. So have everybody comment and like within the first, within the first hour and respond to every single comment. When you respond to every single comment, that doubles your comments. So if you have 12 comments and you respond, now you have 24 comments. And that tells the algorithm on Instagram and Facebook, because they're owned by the same people, that this is, this is organically exciting. This okay. is highly engaged content. So that's how they're engaging what's popular mm -hmm. and who should see and how many more people should see this post. But if you want to bypass that, you can actually post your material now. This is only for videos now to Instagram TV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And you know that's that's what I, that's what I do. I put like little clips of the Black Diary Love podcast, and I got a couple of them that go over. 1.1k views and stuff like that. I just put mm-hmm. little clips on there, you know. The Instagram TV totally bypasses the algorithm, so it shows it to everybody. Mm-hmm. So if you have video content, if you're if you have a video based content method or strategy, IGTV, Facebook TV will even pay you twenty five thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars for content if you already have recorded episodes. Mm. If they like it and they want to pick it up, like the Red Table Talks mm. by Jada Pinkett Smith and her and her family, they actually pay uh, an an expense of either twenty five thousand up to a certain amount for pre recorded episodes. So mm. if you're into production, where it's like TV production.